0: Welcome to the Summit and Stream podcast, a podcast about freelancing, helping you reach your summit while finding a steady stream of income. I'm Lauren Robinson. And I'm Catherine Smith. We hope you enjoy listening to our
1: podcast as much as we've enjoyed recording it. Let's go.
0: Thank you so much for joining us on the very first Summit and Stream podcast. We are so excited to be here talking to you about all things freelancing, getting started, rebranding, whatever it is. We're just here to go over a few bits and bobs that will hopefully help you in your journey to be a freelancer. So before we really kick off today, Kath, how's your week been? Hello.
1: My week has been fantastic. I went away for a few nights by myself highly recommend it if anybody hasn't done it before it was just so nice and relaxed i it, even slept on the plane <laughs> is this without kids without is this kids the... <laughs> all on my own didn't need to think about snacks didn't need to think about the seat i just sat there chilled out
0: oh slept. it was heaven oh living the dream well mine's sadly not been as exciting as you know going oh. sunning myself on foreign <laughs> shores on my own without kids I've just done lots of work. But that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. No,
1: no. Something I've struggled with since I've come back is actually getting back into the flow of it. Yeah. I did, I did take my laptop and I did do work when I was away. It was a working holiday, air quotes. <laughs> um, but yeah, getting back into the routine of it is always a bit of a struggle for me. But I'm back.
0: You're here. I'm working. Work to do. <laughs> Uh, that's nice. So, let's, let's drop, drop into it, shall we? What's, the, what's going on? So what's going on today? So, first
1: episode, we thought we would give you and talk through a freelancers
0: checklist.
1: Um, first of all, let's just say that Laura and I are both copywriters, but this podcast is suited for any kind of freelancers. Uh, what have we got like? an artist marketers accountants maybe
0: yeah accountants is a good good one yeah i yeah. mean anyone that's just looking to sort of start out on their own they may be for whatever reason you know don't want to be in employment anymore i mean oftentimes that's children that's partners sort of working environment as well um lots of things but um as I said, from the outset, we are, we are copywriters, um, but it doesn't mean that you have to be. Everyone's got a talent, everyone's got a skill. Um, and I do actually believe, I don't know if you agree, Kath, but you can sort of freelance anything, any talent.
1: Yeah, I think so. Even if you start off doing something as a hobby and selling that, it can develop into a freelance career, mm. full-time, profitable job.
0: Yeah, and and what I really like about freelancing particularly is I like the, I like how I can work for many different people, Mm. and it's really interesting to see how different businesses work, how different people work, Um, and you're not just sort of going in every day, Monday morning's the same, it's always different, and to me that keeps my brain active and feeling good actually. Yeah, you know what, this, I've always enjoyed all my
1: works, I've had a variety of of jobs in my past and all of them I've I, hand on heart I've enjoyed but being a freelancer I do wake up
0: more excited about mm. my day
1: uh oh what am I gonna do today and like you said I can control it and make it varied every day
0: yeah and you you can work as well exactly when you want like I work really well in the mornings first thing like early early mornings and I just don't think you'd get that in a normal job no
1: no even sometimes think from working in the house, i like, right, I need a change of scenery. And I'll just
0: chop, jump in the car, go to a cafe. Oh, that is the best and part. get some work done there. Yeah, it, I think it just keeps you feeling inspired, doesn't it? But I think that's maybe a copywriter thing. Maybe. You yeah. need to feel a bit more inspired when you're working and writing for people. <laughs> I love listening to other people's conversations sometimes. <laughs> Hopefully you guys
1: do it as well because you're listening to other conversations.
0: Yeah, and that's what it is, I think. It's just a conversation between the two of us to get a few things straight in our heads as well. Yeah. If we can help some other people along the way, that's even better. So without further ado, what is the first thing we've written down here?
1: Business name. Checklist number one, a business name. Now, I struggled with this for a long time, trying to think of a really cool, different name. But then I thought, let's just keep it simple. I just went for my name people can remember my name I haven't got any different kind of spellings because I think that's the worst kind of thing when you have like funky spellings sometimes
0: I find it really hard when you see when you see people that have got a really difficult business name because I, I just I just feel like I always get it wrong yeah and it stresses me out a bit um and you know what's funny I'd never thought about this before until you said but I just use my name too yeah But I think, I don't know, you can get really caught up in it, can't you? I think if you've got a name that you want to use and that's in your head, go for it, use it. There's some people that have great business names, but it's definitely something that shouldn't sort of make you feel stuck. No,
1: and you can even rebrand later on if you really want to change your business name. So don't worry about it too much. Just think of something to go for now and get it out there.
0: Yeah. That would be my first thing. Definitely, 100%. So we've got business name branding branding Ooh, okay this is this is can be a difficult one because people can start out spending a lot a lot on their branding like thousands and thousands I hold my hands up I certainly didn't for the first three or four years then sort of actually quite recently I had a rebrand and I did spend some money on it and I'm really happy with it um we should also probably mention where we're sort of coming from here so I've been in the industry say probably three years, probably as a copywriter, but I've always had lots of different businesses and I've never branded a business until we got to this until I got to this one. Whereas I have been in the
1: freelancing industry for six, seven months. So I'm very new. You're a newbie! I am a newbie. And these are the kind of things on my checklist that I would have liked to have been told about. I would have liked this kind of checklist when I started out because I would ponder over things a bit too long yeah i just wanted to give you all a helping hand to get things moving
0: Mm, mm. so we've sort of covered a name and branding and i think the takeaway points from that is whilst it's that they're nice to haves i my personal recommendation would be don't spend hours worrying getting confused and stressing out about it um there's obviously a lot you can work on um but, but when you're sort of really first starting out, don't don't, don't sit and worry about, about it. it. No. Yeah, initially. I mean, further down the line, I think that yeah. does change.
1: I mean, I think it does have to be, you have to think of your customers and your clients when you are branding. If you're selling a really masculine product, you don't want your website to be really pink and fluffy. Mm. It's not going to appeal to your ideal
0: client. Um, But I think something that is on the checklist that we all really need to think about is the portfolio. You need to showcase your
1: work, your services, your products, whichever it is out there that you are sharing. So how do we get a
0: portfolio out there? So there's loads of different ways. And what's really great is we have gone past the kind of time where you know, 50 years ago, you would have a physical portfolio that had your writing in it printed out and you would have to go and show employers that we are so far from that now which is amazing i had i did art in school and i had this humongous portfolio that you
1: had to carry into your armpits because it was so
0: big i remember them i had a giant black one, and i had to get i couldn't get on the bus with it yeah yeah i totally remember and and you'd be hitting everybody on the way sorry 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 sorry. (laughs) yeah no i completely remember we've
1: come a long way from there now
0: Yeah. So in the age of digital, you're going to want to get portfolio together. And that is simply just showing your potential clients what you can do. You can't really expect them to invest in you if they haven't seen any of your work. So there's so many different ways. Um, So let me think what I probably use the most. I started um, with, I actually, I had a blog, I made myself a blog um, it was a travel blog, actually. And I just wrote, just wrote and wrote and wrote on there that was showing off my sort of things that I, I was doing at the time. Um, and I also wrote a um, like mm. a bio on someone. Um, and I just kept that in there. And that's what I would direct any potential clients to, um, which was really helpful, actually. Um, and that was a really good way to start. That was free. I don't know about you, Kev. Yeah, very similar. Started a
1: blog on a website, um, and I direct any potential clients if they want to see my work, I direct them to that so they can have a read of it. Obviously, mm. we do have to um, say to them this is one kind of style of writing because it's for my own personal branding, how I would like to write, but you do have to point out to them that i can write in any other kind of style that Mm. they Um, need
0: would that reflect with um would that be the same as well for say for example a graphic designer you're going to want a portfolio that shows Mm. a a different range range of styles yeah probably less so for people like accountants that's going to be more about who you've worked with and what you can do but it's essentially just getting something together that's going to just collates everything that you do, what you're proud of, how good you are to show your clients moving forward, what you can do for them. Yes. But how do we find clients?
1: That was my main thing to start off with is finding clients.
0: Oh, it's it's the biggest hurdle, I think, because that's essentially like how you're getting paid. You, it's all good. Yeah. It's all well and good doing, you know, the branding and everything. But if you're not getting the clients in, then it's just... yeah pointless isn't it and um, I don't know about you
1: but I just wanted any kind of clients anyone that was happy to pay me for my work
0: yeah absolutely so I personally I started out a way that loads of people really hate so I actually started my freelancing journey on uh, Fiverr and Upwork Um, so I don't know if anyone sort of knows what I'm talking about here but these are sort of freelancer sites where uh, they all work slightly differently but people essentially post jobs Or find you on there, find your profile, um, and hire you, um, Mm -hmm. which is great. What I mean, it's a it's a great concept. Um, What actually happens in practice, though, is it can often be really poorly paid, um, which is why a lot of people don't recommend it. However, I actually loved it. It's it's done well for me. Yeah,
1: and we all have to start somewhere. It's a good way of getting practice for Mm. your work. You know, I've had a. Bit of work from Upwork and it's practicing, even practicing talking to clients and yeah. getting your message across to them and say, Hey, I can do this for you.
0: Yeah, Here's and some of my work. Another big step I think with finding clients is, um, is brave. I'm sort of laughing because I'm I feel nervous thinking about doing it, but just saying to friends and family, Like, this is yeah. something I'm doing now. If you know anyone, and it's surprising what comes up, I think almost everyone's first jobs have been. Through friends and family, yeah,
1: and word of mouth is a big is a big step.
0: Huge, yeah, it's I, I would say marketing. now I get the majority of my clients are from people who know people who have like they they've seen my work and then they want me to do work for their businesses. It's for me networking. So I don't know if people have sort of networking events nearby. I know in in where I'm from. There's loads of different networking events, some paid, some not, you know, even the little ones, you know, the sort of Chamber of Commerce type ones. And even if you can't get to one physically, there's
1: lots of different groups on Facebook, for instance, or you can follow people on Instagram and have your own little network because freelancing can be a bit lonely. I think you need the support around you. I do miss going to work and chatting with my colleagues,
0: yeah, and I think something that's something that's built up for me is my social network um, i'm not I wouldn't even now count myself as a massive like facebooker I'm not into you know social media i'm not crazy like that, but um, actually I've got a really nice little network online yeah. and and actually yeah, I probably could ask them some nice business questions or you know just see how they're getting on and I think that's something to sort of think about moving on to and Joe, the one social network we haven't mentioned is uh linkedin
1: i need to get my head around linkedin
0: i know loads of people that have had so much success on linkedin but for me i don't know i think i just haven't put enough time into it it's quite corporate for me yeah i think is that is that perhaps our work our line of work
1: I don't know. I'm learning more about LinkedIn and that's the a big thing for myself is because this is completely new to me. So my background is in education. Um, I was a teaching assistant in a primary school and then I went on to be an additional learning needs coordinator. So copywriting, freelancing is completely new to me. So I have to learn everything. Mm. Um, yeah so LinkedIn so I'm learning about LinkedIn because that's not a social media that I was on for social reasons it is more for um, professional and business reasons that I'm on LinkedIn so I am learning about it but there's lots of free courses out there free videos on YouTube you can watch Mm.
0: yeah there are I think the rise of the internet we've just been so lucky the age that we live in you can Mm. set this up for, for nothing if you wanted yeah. to do it for absolutely nothing, you could. You could. Oh, I and I think, think LinkedIn is a good example of that. I just think perhaps it doesn't suit us. And, and actually, that's a really good point. I think when you're looking to place yourself on social media, when you're a freelancer, we were discussing this ourselves earlier. We were saying, actually, don't go more than three. Like, don't push yourself to go to more than three social media um, areas. It's just no. not worth it. And it, you'll feel stressed and yeah and I think you spend too much time
1: stressing over oh I need to get this content out and it's not going to be valuable to your potential clients and your followers it's it's more beneficial to post maybe once twice a week and have real value to your content mm,
0: mm. and uh, we, I know we touched on it a little bit before but I know this is something you're really good at doing is um, a support network
1: yeah, so again, going back to the Facebook groups, um, I was on one, it was like a free course thing for like two weeks or something, and this, um, another freelancer, copywriter, was posting little little prompts for you to do every day. And from that group, um, I've now got a friend who lives in another country, and we've become accountability partners. And I absolutely love it. Every week, we will message each other with our goals, our to-do list for the week. We text so we sometimes phone each other during the week, see how we're getting on. And it's just nice to celebrate your wins. We're also like, pick the other person up when they're having a bit of a low stretch.
0: Yeah, because I think, like like we said before, freelancing, it can be a little bit lonely. And even, like, having you, like, I love that I've got someone that I can just sort of message or ring or... Yeah, (laughs) or run around to the house (laughs) to
1: with excitement. So, Lauren and I don't live far from each other. We're about two streets away from each other. Um, And like I said, I'm, I'm starting out. So, when I got my first big client... I pretty much ran over to Lawrence in my pajamas, knocked
0: on the door, jumped up and down, and then left again. <laughs> and for context, this was seven a.m. Probably earlier, actually. <laughs> and so uh, yeah, you yeah. did. You did just that. You it was before school, right? So the kids and were down. thinking,
1: "What on earth is going on?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, it's it's nice to have someone to celebrate your wins with. Celebrate your wins and sort of ruminate your maybe not so wins. It's, and it's really good. They yeah. can bring you back. And I think probably our last one on the checklist um, is develop discipline. Oh, yeah. I mean, it sounds so boring, doesn't it? But it's true. <laughs> it is true because I sometimes
1: struggle with switching off. I'm always thinking of what I've got to do on my to-do list. Constantly thinking.
0: Yeah. What's really funny, as you said, to-do list, I'm looking at where we're recording and I have, I think I can see four different notebooks between, between the two of us. And <laughs> of laptops
1: our... and lists. And,
0: yeah. 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 And I think it's it's just trying to, Make sure that you've got the, the right processes in place yeah. to be able to be disciplined in your work. Yeah. And that can be really simple things like making sure that your workspace is tidy. Don't look at right now. Yeah, I know, dinner comes right now. I was just thinking that as I was saying it. I'm glad we're not recording this on video. <laughs> Yeah, I know. oh well, Christ. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, uh, making sure your workspace is clean, maybe setting a few hours of when you're going to work and also meeting deadlines from your customers. That is one way that you just won't get rehired as if you miss a deadline. So developing that kind of level of discipline is so important. I really enjoy the Pomodoro, Is it called? Pomodoro method? Pomodoro method, yeah. Yeah, where you work.
1: 25 minutes on your project and then you have five minute break and then you set yourself again then 25 minutes on five minutes off yeah. I, I feel like I get more done in that 25 minutes
0: <laughs> but well, what do you do in your break in my
1: five minutes um put the wash load on <laughs> oh, run to the toilet <laughs> yeah i think i actually get more housework done in those
0: five minutes because i know i've only got five minutes now to put this wash load on mm, i use um what do i use the i use, i love asana and trello they're two sort of project management system free um that you can get online and um, i put all my tasks in there and i love to put like the due dates yeah. in i have a right little session every friday maybe we could um do that as another episode as well how to keep on track yeah, that'd be really good actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you know what we have done for this episode though? You've been a little genius as usual. Um, Kath has made a downloadable uh freelancer checklist for you. Oh yeah, so if
1: you check out the show notes, the link will be in there. It's a like Lauren said, a free freelancer checklist. Everything we would have liked to have known when we started off to give you a helping hand either when you start your freelancing business or If you want to give yourself a little boost, make sure you're on the right track.
0: Yeah, or if you like downloading pretty things like we do. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And you can fill it out and there's a a little bit more information sort of what we've covered today on there. So um, it is worth checking out for sure. Just have a little look in the show notes and it will be there for you. Um, I think we've sort of come to the end of that now. So I suppose Mm. I need to ask you, Kath, what was your takeaway this week?
1: My takeaway is... I need. I think I need to learn how to switch off sometimes because I love being organised, as you can tell. Mm. I love being organised, um, but sometimes I can't
0: switch off, oh. and that's a bit of a downer to finish on, really, isn't it? No, it's fine. My takeaway is no. Mine's going to be positive, so it's mine. My takeaway is. Just get started. Like that is the most important thing. Just got to just take, just do, just do something. We've, we've, I've got you and I together and um, me separately. I've got a lot of new projects coming up and sometimes I feel a little bit overwhelmed and I think it's often just about taking the first step yeah. <laughs> so that's going to be my takeaway we are going to be back next time uh using social media to get visible so um you should definitely stick around for that because we're going to really enjoy recording that um yeah, be
1: sure to let us know what you think of this episode as well if there's anything you would like us to cover
0: in future episodes absolutely i have really enjoyed today thank you so much for sitting with us and and listening to us ramble on um we will see you soon um it's bye from me and bye from me thank you for listening to the summit and stream podcast make sure to check the show notes
1: and we'll see you next week